This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. You know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right, let's go down in the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you. This is Axel the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. This podcast is brought to you by the Anchor Podcast app. A fun, easy way to do your podcasts. Where it's a free download and it's simple to use by just clicking buttons and recording your podcast. You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. We are on episode, what, 103? Um, no. 102? 102. Two weeks away from... Two weeks away. Two year. From our two year anniversary. Well, I didn't watch too much wrestling this week. But, um... I kind of know some ins and outs, things that possibly happened. Yeah, I mean, I watched a little bit. Um, Most of the stuff I watched was um, a little bit older NWA stuff because they've been releasing stuff for NWA on YouTube. I think I told you last week or maybe the week before. They've been releasing stuff without the subscription on YouTube, so I've been checking that out. It's actually pretty good wrestling. Um, they still got like the old school feel in the studio or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and obviously they don't come out to music or whatever. But yeah, they're doing some pretty good stuff down there. I mean, um, they got older guys down there. Some of them guys are a little older, but. I like the stuff they're doing. Um, Matt Cardona is obviously really good. He's finally back from that shoulder injury and stuff. But, yeah, they got some pretty good guys down there and doing some good stuff. I'm trying to get back into story mode, so I'm catching up on old stuff, trying to figure out what's going on. Gotcha. And I guess the way they do stuff, too, is like, there's like, 10 seasons out already and they've only been doing this power for like two years or whatever mm-hmm. and I guess each season is like after they change a season after a pay-per-view I guess hmm. set up like that for like different storylines to kind of I guess they were doing it that way to help people kind of keep track of what storylines doing what okay if that makes sense sure so like season two oh you got these storylines so like don't pay attention to so I guess like if you missed a season you wouldn't really miss anything but just like wrestling because it'd switch over to a new storyline okay that's interesting that's pretty cool yeah yeah and then you told me about MLW on Pluto yeah MLW is on uh, BN as we already know and uh, BN is part of Pluto, so I just found that out last night. Uh, mm, excuse me, folks. I just found that out uh, two nights ago. So I was uh, trying to watch some TV and uh, turn on Pluto to w- turn on, like, Impact or whatever, you know? Because mm. that's, like, my go-to thing is watching Pluto uh, TV um, with impact on it usually or if it's some good independent thing I'll turn that on 
Mm, yeah, because they got that, channel. They got that independent channel, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then I stumbled on MLW, so I was just like, oh, okay. Hmm. Hammerstone was on there. My boy. Yep. But uh, unfortunately, I turned it off because I was falling asleep. Mm. Yeah, that's a regular for you and I both. Well, it was also like 11 o'clock at mm. night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I know you swore off AEW, but I watched a little bit this morning before you came over. Obviously, I was finishing up when you got here. You know, I like Chris Jericho, but... I do not like Chris Jericho right now. He's like, it It almost feels to me like that Chris Jericho has free reign of what he wants to do, which is fine if Tony wants to have him do that. But when he's doing that, it seems like Chris Jericho's just trying anything and everything to get, like, cheap heat. Like, he did the wizard thing for a while, and now he's calling himself the Ocho. I don't even know what the hell that means. And uh, I haven't really paid too, too close to AEW, so maybe I'm missing some things, but... The Ocho, I think he's an eight-time world champion. Oh. Okay. Well, either way, he... I don't know. It just seems like he's doing anything to just try to be a bad guy and just get over easy. And I don't know. I uh, It just seems like everything that's going on in AEW is just like either regurgitated in some way or they try it for a few weeks, it doesn't work, they pull the plug on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes you just got to roll with a bad storyline and just hurry up and get it done with and go to something else. Don't just pull the plug on it right away with no resolution. Right. So. Well, that's like with Hangman, you know. What firepower does Hangman have? I don't think he has any. Not really. I mean, he hasn't... <clears throat> I mean... No, not... Uh. I think the only reaction that Hangman had since he got hot before he had the AEW title was when he came back, that initial pop. And then he beat Kenny, and then it just, like... Yeah, it fizzled. It fizzled out, like, immediately. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And then, like, not that I, I don't mind, because, um, well, h- hang on one, one second. Hangman became world champion when CM Punk came back, right? No, Hangman beat uh, Kenny for the title. So that was... Oh yeah, I know I know that, but like CM Punk came, um, came back then, right? I think. Maybe. Yeah, he must have. That's probably why it, he kind of fizzled pretty quick. Cuz CM Punk's been back for over a year now. Yeah. So I mean, are we supposed to mention his name in AEW? No. It doesn't matter cuz so, not to get too off topic. No. Um, but somebody said something along the lines of like, oh, CM Punk will be back in AEW. He, he'll, he'll apologize and come back. And it's just like, I don't think so because I think Tony's so scared to lose Kenny and the Bucks because they're probably using this like, oh, we're going to go to WWE thing to scare Tony into getting what they want. I don't think any of that's true. I mean, if it is, whatever, but... Yeah, I think Hangman was 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 champ um, right around the time CM Punk came back. That was towards the end of Hangman's uh, deal or whatever. 
Cause, um, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Brian was there. Because he, he was Hangman's first opponent, right? Wasn't he? Brian Danielson? Well, he was one of his opponents, and they went to a time limit draw, and then Hangman beat him the next time they wrestled. Yeah. Cause they were, yeah, but CM Punk was there, too. Because CM Punk beat Hangman for the title. Yeah. And then he was hurt. And then John Moxley was champ. And then CM Punk lost to John Moxley when he came back. And then he beat him three nights later, or four nights later, or whatever. And then he had the deal. And then <laughs> now, do a fist fight. And then now John Moxley's champ again. Right. And then, okay. Did you catch. So Juice Robinson was on Dynamite this week. That's what I heard. Wrestling John Moxley. Mm-hmm. And maybe I missed it or maybe I misunderstood. He didn't wrestle. They weren't wrestling for the title, right? They were just wrestling, right? Or did you not get see? Um, I thought it might have been a title match. See, I thought so too. And like, all right. Yeah, we continuously get interrupted here, folks. We apologize. Gonna fire our audio guy. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know how I feel if he did challenge John Moxley for the AEW title. I don't know how I feel about that because AEW has the ranking system. Mm -hmm. And Juice Robinson, has he wrestled any AEW matches? Maybe one. Maybe. So he, he he can't even be in the top five. So why does he get a title shot? I don't care if he's hot shit in New Japan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a problem with him coming and wrestling John Moxley. But if that's the case, then if he beats John Moxley, okay, then maybe give him a title shot. You know, but it should be a non-title match. Mm-hmm. Same thing with... It wasn't. I didn't have a problem with Mance Warner being there to wrestle John Moxley, but it wasn't for the title. Maybe it wasn't for the title. I don't know. I mean, we could go back and look. We could. That's a lot of work. Either what? way, that's how I feel about the. It's a lot, of, a lot of work to get a BS stat from AW. I'm sure I could look on Twitter. Really quick. Well, I mean, why? What does John Moxley even need to wrestle right now? They just gotta like wait for him to like drop the belt to MJF. Well, I think what they're trying to do is <clears throat> John Moxley was so su- AEW was so successful when John Moxley was champ during COVID, <clears throat> like that lull, and John Moxley was champ. I think what they're really trying to do is rebuild up that AEW title because it's been passed around and basically dumped on with this whole hangman to CM Punk to John Moxley to CM Punk to John Moxley, you know, this whole weird <clears throat> thing. Who's to blame for that? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, Tony Khan is to blame, but also at the same time, you know, CM Punk's a little bit to blame, too. Or the Bucks, or whoever. Um, well, uh, apparently, rumor has it, is CM Punk is full blame. Alright. That's what sources are saying. Hmm. Alright, well, CM Punk's to blame, then. But, either way, um... I don't know, it's... It's frustrating to me for that, but I don't know. It's Tony's got to figure some stuff out because I'm just like, I'm about ready to pull an Iceman and not be watching AEW anymore. Wow. I'm just like bored with it. It is boring. Because I'm not going to sit here and lie to anybody, but. Yesterday, I got up, 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to catch up on some wrestling, watch some good stuff. And then I told myself, no, I'm not going to. And I watched other shit. Because I think of AEW and I'm like, ugh, boring. And I did watch the Bandito match, but that's because I like Bandito. I don't care about Chris Jericho. If he would have wrestled somebody else, I wouldn't have watched it. And just like, it just, it feels like almost that all these friends got together and made this wrestling promotion. And then they're like, well, but we all want to be champ. Mm-hmm. And you don't care about anybody else. Yep. And then now there are all these rumors swirling about AEW not releasing people that want to be released or whatever. Um, and here's the, the 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 thing that's messed up is WWE was making budget cuts and releasing all these people. And Tony Khan's like, oh, you worked in WWE? Sign you. Oh, you worked in WWE? Sign you. He probably signed a janitor that got fired from WWE. Probably. And it's just like, now you signed all these people and did nothing with them, and now all of them want to leave. Mm-hmm. You've done nothing with Malachi Black. You've done nothing with Buddy Matthews, and- Andrade. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. And the only reason 2.0 is relevant is because Chris Jericho likes him. Got him first group. Mm-hmm. I mean... Keith Lee, he's basically a Rampage mainstay. Keith Lee has done nothing else but be on Rampage. And he's basically only been a tag team. Matt Hardy hasn't been on there for a long time. Christian Cage hasn't really done too, too much. I mean, he's wrestled a little bit. Uh, well, he's in a, the feud. Well, yeah. Jungle Boy. And then, you know, we haven't seen Big Show Mark Henry only does the Rampage main event thing. You know, and not that I'm saying Mark Henry has to wrestle or Big Show has to wrestle or Christian Cage has to wrestle, but what did you bring these guys in for? Did you only bring them in for backstage stuff? Okay, fine. Then don't put them on camera at all. Only yeah. have them do backstage. Dean Malenko's backstage. We never hear about Dean Malenko. Same thing with Jerry Lynn. Those guys are both, uh, what do they call them, coaches or whatever. Mm-hmm. They help people out with their matches. Producers. You know, okay, fine. That's cool. But we don't ever hear about them, and that's for a reason. Right. Because that's their role. You know, and I don't know. I just, I feel like. Like you've said time and time again, Tony Khan's just living out some fantasy wrestling dream about, oh, you know, it'd be cool if these two guys wrestled or, oh, oh WWE released uh, this guy. Okay, I'm going to sign him. Like, I honestly, I mean, I know Undertaker would never go to AEW because he's fully a WWE guy, but it wouldn't shock me if Tony Khan tried to bring the Undertaker in and strap the belt on him. Yeah. Or like Ric Flair. Bring Ric Flair in. Throw the <laughs> AEW title on him. Right. Like, Rick, you want to be 17-time world champion? Sure. And, and it's just... I just don't understand, like... Maybe things are going... Things are happening behind closed doors or whatever, but even if you separate ROH from AEW, ROH already has a built-in name. Chris Jericho doesn't need to be champ to get ROH off the ground. ROH nope. already has a cult following. He should have left the belt on Jonathan Gresham. True that. True and gone that. With, and gone with it like that. Yeah. Literally, your only ROH guy that has a belt is Dalton Castle and the boys. Yeah. They're trios champ. Samoa Joe is your ROH TV champ, and he's barely on TV. I think he's signed to ROH. I think. Is that, is he? I I mean, I I don't. He might be a combination of both. I don't know how, what, what the deal is there, but like he's barely doing, and like if Samoa Joe's doing personal stuff, okay, cool, fine. 
good for Samoa Joe, but like, where we where are we going with this? Yeah, I don't know where they're going with the ROH thing, and it it, it drives me nuts because Tony Khan's just gonna ruin ROH. I think, in my personal opinion, the way. AEW is just turning into a, a hot mess of garbage. It's just a 14-year-old kid running a fantasy... His fantasy land wrestling promotion. Like, oh, this is cool. I like all my favorites. The Young Bucks are so great. Yeah, I don't know. My hope is that there was some weird transitional period of something going on within Turner Network and the umbrella that it's associated with. And eventually things will work their way out and go back to normal. And the same thing with ROH. But I'm probably lying to myself. But I'm going to keep telling myself that, hoping that things get better. Um, well, I don't think we had anybody reach out to us. About my offer to Tony Khan about my uh, my two dollar bill offer for buying ROH. I don't think Tony Khan would sell it to you if you offered him a billion dollars. I still stand by. I think that he mostly bought it for the video package. I said he could have it. Um, yeah, I just want control over the booking and all that stuff. I'd strip Jericho the title. Uh, who else? Who else has the Daniel Garcia's pure champ? I'm okay with Daniel Garcia, I, but I I would want him off of AWT TV. Um, I don't even know. Do they even do they even have tag champs? I don't even know who. I mean, I know ROH had tag team champions. Oh, it's FTR. FTR. So FTR's tag. I'm okay champs. with FTR having the tag team belts because you know what, Tony Khan's not going to use them, right? Then I'll take them. Yeah. Well, and they have a built-in story with the Briscoes. Yeah. So I mean, really, if you wanted the titles off of them, you could just put them on the Briscoes because they yeah. already have a feud going. Yeah. If Tony Khan wouldn't want to give me FTR, then I'd take the Briscoes. Um. And then, um. We wouldn't even have to have a match. I'd just give the Briscoes the belts. Yeah, Samoa Joe's TV champ. And Dalton Castle and the boys are trios champ. And they got a women's champion. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's uh, Mercedes Martinez. Oh, yeah. She's interim ROH women's champ. I don't know what the heck that means, but whatever. Hmm. Or at least she was. Last time I knew, she was. Yeah, these interim champions, they serve, a, they serve a purpose if somebody's going to be out for a long period of time, but then you got your built-in storyline, but if people are going to be out for a week or two, then... Right, it makes no sense. It makes no oh, sense. I got a hangnail. I can't wrestle tonight. Oh, interim champ! Even a month, you know? I mean, if they're, if they're hurt, hurt and they can't even be on TV to like cut a promo or something like that, or you can just do a promo via, like, satellite. Right. You know? Oh, yeah, right. There's, like, there's a fine line of, like, okay, this guy is, he got a, he broke his neck. He's not going to be on TV for over a year. Uh, obviously, vacate the title. He can't be cutting promos with a broken neck or do bumps or anything. Okay, fine. But it's, like, Oh, I dislocated my knee. I need three weeks for it to heal. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, keep him off TV, you know, or maybe just do backstage promos or whatever. Keep the title on him. And book around it. Right. You know, or whatever you need to do. Unless it's like a, a big show or a pay per view that was advertised for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, yeah, there's... Then, then, I mean, well, sorry, dude. 
title's done. Right. Like, I mean, are you okay with an interim champion then? No, I'd want him to vacate the title. I mean, if you're hurt, hurt, you gotta vacate the title. Well, I mean, like, what happens if, like, you're saying, like, the... Oh, you dislocate your knee the night before, or, like, yeah, like the, the show before, before. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know. Hopefully they wouldn't have them wrestling that, you know. Would you just postpone it and maybe make it, like, a super card dynamite or whatever? Like, three nights from now? I don't know. That's a hard one. Give them some kind of, like, super-duper match or something like that to make up for it on the pay-per-view? I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, I wouldn't know what to do, I guess. Um, I guess I'd have to see what my options were. You know, like, how I can finagle into it or whatever. Yeah. Like, because what you could do is if their knee was, say they dislocated their knee on Wednesday and the pay-per-view's on Sunday, and they physically cannot go on Sunday, I'm going to book them, see what what kind of motions they can do, right? Book them where somebody jumped them and attacked them or whatever at the beginning of the pay-per-view, and now they can't go. Finagle, you know, back myself into a, a better situation. That sounds better. And then that way, it gives me some breathing room to see what I can do going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like what they did with Stone Cold. He needed the neck surgery, and then they hit him with a car so he could, you know, have the neck surgery. I know he wasn't champ at the time, but you know, you could do something kind of like that. Sure. You know. um the camera, like, you know, Excalibur, oh my gosh, there's something going on back in the parking lot. And that you just see the camera kind of running, you just see him laying on the ground or whatever, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't know, something like that, you know. Somebody stop the match. Somebody stop the damn match. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could do something like that and then be like, come out there in the pay-per-view and be like, Somebody attacked, blah, blah, blah. They can't wrestle tonight. They're in critical condition. And then, you know, change stuff around where, okay, since they can't go, uh, we're waiting to hear word back from them to see if they need to vacate the title. Um, We're going to wrestle this match or something. I don't know. Back yourself into a corner where people still get to see what they want. Yeah, things changed, but, you know. Yeah. Kind of go from there. That's what I do anyways. I know it's a hard one, but you, you got to do something. You can't just be like, interim champ, interim champ. You know, because if you keep doing this interim champ, next thing you know, John Moxley's going to be like 15-time AEW champion. Right, and that's exactly why I'm not watching this hard coverage, because... Every time there's going to be an interim champ, it's going to be John Moxley. Right. Like, why can't it be somebody else? And I legitimately think that that's only because he did so well with being champ during COVID. I honestly, truly believe that. But, alright, let's get off this sad, soapy, woe is me, because AEW stinks train. Uh, WWE. Doing some good stuff. Still. Mm. You know, I, I think I'm just going to watch, figure out how to watch WWE more. I still don't know if I could sit through three hours of Raw, though. Well, I mean, if you're watching it on something. And they don't put it on Peacock. The last SmackDown episode of Peacock is from August. Well, what's Raw on? I didn't check Raw. Mm. I was just going to watch SmackDown. Because um, they've been releasing them little vignette videos because they're teasing Bray Wyatt or whatever. 
Um, Supposedly. Yeah, I guess we don't know for sure, but everything that I've read is it's supposed to be Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> yeah, I was uh, checking some stuff out, too, on, on that. Because I've been interested in this White Rabbit mm-hmm. stuff that they have going on. And it's like, who killed the world? You did. They, WWE already released a shirt like that. It's got like a... And then on the front it says, who killed the world? And on the back it says, you did. And it's got the rabbit on it too. Hmm. I'm kind of interested. Um, if it's not Bray Wyatt, you know how disappointed I'm going to be? I'm going to be really sad. I just don't know who else it would be. There's a couple ideas. Um, well... When um, they're up in Canada, like, the White Rabbit was supposedly, like, Edge. Like, they... I don't know. I don't know how that all worked out, but... But does that fit Edge? Things kind of, like, went towards Edge, in a way. Mm. Like, they aligned with Edge, but... Because they were saying the 923 or whatever, and they were up in Canada on 923... Because everything that I've been reading is like, so far the clues have like, basically with the clues it's like leading towards like Bray Wyatt's persona, right? Right. But then the other clues is like when the next video is going to be out. Because everybody's like, oh, Raw's going to be in San Diego and the the numbers were San Diego zip code or, you know, something like that, or, like, the address of the building they're going to, you know, whatever. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Apparently, he's going to make his debut at Extreme Rules. Yeah. And I don't win his Extreme Rules. Is it tonight or was it last night? Um, I think it is next week. Next week. I think. As I'm spilling coffee all over my face. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I thought it was this week for some reason. I think it's like next week. Yeah, shows what I know, huh? Yeah, right here, this tweet. 22 hours ago, WWE's white... Rabbit reveal expected to happen in Extreme Rules. Expected. Hmm. I don't know. We'll f- we'll find out. We'll- yeah. I hope it is Bray Wyatt. Be some good. What if it's Disco Inferno? <laughs> mm. That would be terrible. It would be hilarious. <laughs> We've lost our, our guest speaker. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it's Disco Inferno, I'm never <laughs> watching WWE again. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh, that would be awful. <laughs> yeah. I would be so mad. Oh, I would be so mad. I, I, I would laugh. My tail off, and then turn it off, and then, like, turn this podcast into a bluey podcast. <laughs> yeah, if, di- okay, if if it's Disco Inferno, we might have to cancel the podcast, <laughs> as I will be extremely upset with wrestling <laughs> forever. I may never watch it again, if that's the case. Okay, alright, what happens if Disco comes out, and then Bray Wyatt comes out from underneath the ring and just beats the tar out of him? I may not be as upset. <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm Hunter, book it. Yeah. Steph, book it. Do it. <laughs> Faces just drop like Disco Inferno. Really? Has that guy even done anything since WCW? I have no idea. Wrestling-wise? 
<laughs> and then they can bring Vince Russo back. You know what AEW needs is Vince Russo. Oh my God. Nobody, bro, nobody needs Vince Russo. Let me Russo. tell you something, bro. <laughs> bro, when I was running WCW, bro. <laughs> mm. You gonna get your peel and stick temporary Cody Rhodes tattoo? Put it on my neck? I was thinking your forehead. Right in the middle. Could. Could. Um, so, but yeah, th- that white rabbit noise. Um, did you catch uh, the Usos? The the bloodline when uh, they gave Sammy. I did. Honorary Us. Honorary Us. Sammy, take the shirt off. <laughs> they ripped it off of him, yeah. I still don't know what's going on with, um, who is that, Jay? Jimmy? One of them that doesn't like Sammy? I'm sure it's going to lead to something. You You want to know what I think what's going to happen is... All right, hear me out. Ready? I'm going to predict the future. The one Uso that doesn't like Sami Zayn, right? He's like, oh, I don't know about Sami. I don't know something about him, blah, blah, blah. A couple weeks or months or whatever. It's going to lead to Sami basically infiltrated the bloodline to help Kevin Owens beat Roman Reigns for the title. I like that. That's what I'm predicting. I like that a lot. Acknowledge me. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that'd be cool. It would definitely be... A way to get a title off Roman, but still keep him strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then what do you do about the Usos? Because they got both tag belts. Are they going to make one tag belt? or? Here's the thing. They have two tag belts. Here's the thing that's hard is... You got two shows that are on separate competing networks. SmackDown's on Fox. Raw's on USA, which is part of the NBC network. So... You kind of got to have four belts, is what you're saying? Yeah, like... Because... I'm trying to think of, like, back in the day when SmackDown first kind of started or whatever, and you had one title... And you had storylines going back and forth yep. between shows. That's kind of a lot to ask out of people. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. you to be like, oh, I gotta watch, you know, forget NXT. I gotta watch over five out, basically five hours of wrestling to figure out this storyline. And I know they would recap and stuff, but yeah. well, that's why you need a number one contender. You know what I mean? Whether it be on SmackDown or right, uh, right, but. I mean, I guess you could probably have your champion like go back and forth like maybe once a month on each show and I mean I, I guess show up. I guess it might be a little easier to do the tag team thing because WWE already doesn't have that many tag teams and like if you want to start making more you could make the tag team division go across both shows, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you could still do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could do that with Roman and stuff, but you need at least major belts on both shows. Tag team, maybe not so much, but... Well, what about if you just have your U.S. champion and your intercontinental champion on different shows? You could do that and then just have Roman kind of go back and forth. Right. You could do that, but then Roman Omen, then they just need to unify it and make it one one belt. What's that? 
Roman instead oh, of yeah, having yeah, yeah, a yeah, WWE yeah. Okay. and a Universal just make it one and just make it the WWE belt title, okay. whatever. And then just having go back and forth. It doesn't make sense to have him be. Yeah. And then just have, if you want to do it like that too, you could have just one tag. One tag belt, you know, your WWE tag team champs or whatever they. Yeah. I mean, you could have. Like. SmackDown be like the the U.S. brand or something, you know what I mean? And then the Intercontinental will be like Raw. Almost. Yeah, or however you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Either way. But then they need to change the belt designs. Yeah. Because I think the belt designs are weak. They need a more classic feel to them, I think. That's just my personal opinion. I think the best design that they had for the Intercontinental Championship was that the classic one from the 80s going into the 90s. Yeah, I mean... And the United States Championship, I don't know. Um, I was okay with the... with, like, the WWE design of... uh, Or, no, not the WWE design. Well, that one was okay... But I like the the WCW design of the um, U.S. belt. I really like the classic design of the U.S. belt, though. Like WCW stuff? The NWA United States title. That's what I like. I'm more of a classic kind of belt kind of guy, I guess. Yeah. Well, I know you're going to be mad at me when I say this, but... You like the Intercontinental Championship and you tell me to shut up. I honestly don't care what the belt looks like right now as long as they're doing good with it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, if if you want my true opinion, I think you should get rid of the 24-7 title. Because that thing is hot, 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 steaming pile of garbage. Mm-hmm. Never speak of it again. Pretend it never happened. Okay, I can agree with that. And then go from there. Because here's the thing. is I think WWE has way too many titles right now. But you also have three major shows. But if, um, what's his nuts, the Usos brother, he's NXT North American champ. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore? He, he, rel- he relinquished that, like, right after he won it. What was the point of that? I have no idea. Ay, ay, ay. But what I was going to say is, he shouldn't be on the main show if he's got that title. He shouldn't be on SmackDown or Raw if he's got that title. Mm-hmm. So, like... I don't know. I I, I feel like they need to unify some of these titles. Like, does the women's division need two titles? Do they need two... I'm going to say yes. Do they need two titles of anything? Well, tag belts, no. They do need the, the women's tag belts. But I think they do because... The women's roster is pretty big. Yeah. In a way. But I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, they could have one champion. The men's roster is just as big. Yeah, I don't know. But they don't have any other titles. You know, what about a women's like secondary title? See, I don't really care for the fact that AEW did that because they're not even doing anything with it. Well, the reason why they're not doing anything with it because they got Jay Cargill being Bill Goldberg. 
then why isn't she challenging Tony Storm for the interim? Yeah, how is she still interim? That's stupid. I thought Thunder Rosa was hurt and going to be out for months. And I thought I... she vacated it. Yeah. I thought so too when she came out and was crying and whimpering like, oh, I'm going to leave. And I thought she was leaving the company. I don't know. Is Thunder Rosa even hurt? I think she is actually hurt. Mm. But, I well, don't Thunder Rosa doesn't need to be champ anyways because Thunder Rosa... It, everything in that women's division, like... was just released after Thunder Rosa beat Britt Baker for the title. Britt Baker was that women's division. Inside and out. I think, anyways. Yeah, but... I kind of see what they're doing now. They're trying to branch it out and make more. You know what I mean? Because the women's division was basically only Britt Baker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only person that you wanted to watch. I mean, she's good. She's the only person that could cut a promo. She's good and charismatic. But then, but then, if you keep doing that with Britt Baker, you run into the same problem then that WWE has with Roman Reigns. He doesn't right. have he doesn't have any challenges. Right. He's literally squashed everybody. Right. Well, that's like Jay Cargill. I mean, she gets on. She says the same thing. Over and over again. I'm that B. This title's that B show. You know who... Have we said this before? That it would be a good match between her and Bianca Belair? I think so. Mm. I'm going to say it again. It would be a good match between her and Bianca Belair. But, okay. What's up with... Uh, uh, what's her name now? Soraya? Soraya? She's Soraya. coming out saying, Oh, AEW's my house. You haven't even wrestled a match. You haven't wrestled a match. <laughs> in AEW or in the last, like, seven years. Plus. Whenever it's been since the last time she stepped foot in the ring. AEW's my house. So well, I, mean, I could just walk into anybody's house and be like, This is my house. She is the revolution. She started the revolution. Mm. Ugh. Disgusting. Oh, she beat AJ Lee. For the Divas title. That's right. When she was NXT champ. In all honesty, Charlotte Flair is a hundred times better than Soraya. I've never even seen her wrestle, to be honest with you. I mean, she's coming from a background she's been wrestling since she was a little kid, but in her mom and dad's promotion. But here, here's the thing. I have a few issues with her. One, she comes in and, and acts like she's this stud. Right? Yep. When you haven't wrestled in seven to ten years or whatever it's been. So, let's just say the last time she wrestled was 2012, just to be easy, right? You're really not even that relevant to wrestling fans today. Secondly, she dumps all over WWE. They were paying her to do nothing. She, towards the end of her contract, she legitimately did nothing. She had made no appearances. All she did was do the Twitch thing, where she played video games online, and people watched her play video games and listened to her talk. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But you're going to dump all over a company that paid you, what do you think she made for a WWE contract? 
at least a couple million. She signed that long-term contract. Yeah, she was probably making six figures. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, even if you say they only paid her, let's just say sixty grand a year, you sat at home. I mean, obviously, I know they paid her more than that, but mm-hmm. even if you pay her a normal person's salary, you just sat at home and did nothing, and you got paid. You you got paid to pay off your mortgage, any bills you may have, to eat. Pay your electric bill, your water bill, whatever, mm-hmm. and you did nothing. Nothing. And then you're going to dump all over that company. I mean, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors and within WWE or whatever, but I'd put up with a lot if they're like, if somebody told me, ah, I'll pay you, you just hang out at home, do whatever you want. Don't even worry about it. We won't call you. Maybe she was sleeping with the old man. Maybe. I doubt it, but... (laughs) She's been around the block. Yeah. Multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then all her shit got leaked or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't know. I'm not going to go there. Not on the podcast, but... If you guys don't know what we're talking about, just do a little search and you'll figure it out. Right. Um, Yeah, that was a big shit dig, too. She was all upset about that. And WWE kind of helped her with that, too. You know, and if they were supposed to be PG and for the kids, they could have fired her for that. Yeah. And she was, like, new to the company at that point in time. Right, yeah. She wasn't very, yeah. She hadn't been there very long. No. Because, yeah, I mean, that's still even old news. But with her coming back, it kind of surfaced all back up or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, they could have just been like, yeah, we're not going to go here. Yeah. I mean, Britt Baker cut that promo coming out to the ring, and she was like, well, this is my house. And she goes, no. I put my nose on the line for this company. Blah, 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 blah. And I got a stronger neck. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. I saw that. So, like, she was firing shots. That's the one thing I do like about AEW is they they do fire, like, personal shots at at people. And I think that's cool. Because, like, wrestling's not the same. You know, it's through social media and stuff like that. So people find out a lot of stuff. So it's cool when you throw personal, when you throw some shade at people. So yeah. I mean, is it is it too far though? I mean, if it's a personal issue. I mean, like the whole neck thing. I mean, eh. no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think like John Moxley being are going into rehab, and MJF cutting that promo on him. I wonder where the, you draw the line. Because, like, the rehab thing may have been too far, but the neck thing, maybe not. Because she couldn't have helped the neck deal. You know what I mean? No. You know, if, if if some freak thing happens and you break your arm or whatever, that doesn't mean that you... Oh, he could have stopped his arm from breaking. Oh, yeah, I'm just Superman, you know. I can keep my bones from breaking. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the rehab thing... Sometimes people just have a drinking problem. It happens. I don't know. Uh, that is hard, though, like you say. Where is the line? Where do you... Because yeah. MJF, I mean, if we can talk about him for a brief second, maybe. Like, MJF just goes after the cheap heat consistently. That's, like... All he's got on the mic is the cheap heat, right? And Jericho said that he's going to be a babyface. MJF is going to turn into a babyface. And I guess he's, MJF was like, how do I become a babyface? And Jericho's like, it just kind of happens and whatnot. Like, 
I mean, MJF gets cheered now. It's almost like... <laughs> I know this is a little different. Okay, it's a lot different. But it's almost like Stone Cold. He was supposed exactly. to be a bad guy. Exactly. And he kind of turned into a good guy. Exactly. It's like The Rock. And Jericho even said that to him. He was like, you think The Rock wanted to be a good guy? <laughs> Do you think Stone Cold wanted to be a good guy? Right. But at some point in time, I think... MJF has got to be like... Um... To make it work, I think, better, is I think that he's going to have to, like, downplay the whole just arrogant POS role. Yeah. He can still do it, but then he's got to, like, turn it on, turn it off. You know what I mean? I'm I'm following you. Yeah, I. Because yeah. like he's if he's gonna be a babyface, he's got to be like crowd interactive, you know. Right. Fan interactive. Mm-hmm. More more along the lines of that, like because he can't just tell people to f off. Yeah. I mean it it, it it's cool if you want to put people off like Stone Cold, but you gotta do something kind of like creative and like not so, um, what, diminishing, maybe? Yeah. If that's the proper word, I don't know. Thoughts? No, I agree with you. Like, But can MJF do that? Because if MJF can do that, he'll be on like next level, next level gameplay. Because he can get major heat with the cheap heat, because that's all he knows how to do. But can he be a, a game changer and? be the next rock stone cold if he can figure this out I think he can mm-hmm. I think that's what he needs I think his character needs to change a little bit cause he's kinda a little stale I mean his character's been stale in my my opinion I mean every night you're coming out saying the same things here's the thing though words. is like he doesn't have like a good rival right now like stone cold what made stone cold stone cold was the rock <laughs> and and mcmahon right because that's what made stone cold a good guy he's supposed to be a bad guy but then he stood up to mcmahon and everybody's like well, i want to stand up to my boss right so it's like he needs to find his like always like you know, when you think of Stone Cold, you instantly think of The Rock. You think of The Rock, you think of Stone Cold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he needs to find his, like, full-time rival. And I don't know who that is. I don't know either. I don't know who... There, There's nobody in that company... Well... Kenny, realistically, Kenny could be that guy. But I don't think he's on Kenny's level. Just in ring, right. Quite yet. Yeah, that's the problem. But the only way how to do it would be testing the waters. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know, but 
he's got to find he's got to find that that uh, that somebody he can work with. And I don't think John Moxley's that guy either. No. John Moxley's a hard one. Like he's good, but like at the same time, I just don't connect with him like I would potentially connect with somebody else. Yeah. Like I just don't gravitate towards John Moxley. Nothing against him. Well, Daniel Bryan. If they do it like pretty quick, Daniel Bryan could be that guy too. Because Daniel Bryan's pretty decent at making people look like a million bucks, and he can be either the babyface or the heel, and he's good at both. I think. Yeah. What if it was Ricky Starks? Ooh, Ricky could be a good, or, or the heel too. I think he's got a little baby face running him right now. Yeah, if he ever gets on TV again. Right. So. So. All right. Well. Some good things. I don't know. We'll see where where it takes, but. MJF to get to the next level, he's got to. He's got to turn some kind of face. Got to make some kind of face turn. Yeah. Well, um, you got any quick hits? Just need to watch more wrestling. Mm. That should always be a quick hit. Um, um, other than that, I mean... Well, Antonio Inoki passed away yesterday. Yeah. And if anybody, any of you don't know who he is, he was the founder of New Japan Wrestling. So... Um, he was also a politician, and he fought Muhammad Ali. Hmm. Um. So yeah, he was seventy nine, which I feel like's pretty young for a Japanese guy. I feel like Japanese people live forever. At least they look that way. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Did you watch the new season of Cobra Kai yet? No. Watch it, please. Well, I've been watching Halloween movies. Oh. Did you watch Hocus Pocus 2? I did, yesterday. Was it good? Mm, I mean, it wasn't awful. But it wasn't great. I would give it a 6 out of 10. But I'd give the first one a 6 out of 10. Hmm. That's just not my... I don't know. I still don't know how they bring back the Sanderson sisters. You'll have I, guess to watch I guess I'll have to watch You'll have to watch a movie. You'll have to watch the movie. Yeah, it's not bad. I wouldn't say it's awful, but... Yeah, everybody watch Halloween movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't really have any quick hits or anything else going on. Um, oh, um, everybody be aware, not... Not very many uh, seats left for Mondo Lucha, the 28th, which is Friday, 8 p.m., Turner Hall Ballroom. I think there's like 15 general admission tickets left. Mm. John Morrison's going to be there, Gringo Loco, Matt Cross. Somebody else is going to be there, I can't remember though. And the Bret Hart thing on the 23rd. Yeah, Bret Hart. Gonna be in Waukesha the twenty third. That's the Sunday before. So, and it sucks because I gotta work that weekend. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Unless I get a well, no, still can't. We'll figure something out. We'll go to a wrestling show soon. Because I got a new hire. If that would happen, so then that would still wouldn't work out because I would still have to work. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Maybe something will happen. Yeah, but uh, you got a wrestler of the week. I know you didn't watch much wrestling, but hmm. Candice LeRae, she's back. Oh yeah, she is back. We forgot about that one. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Um, I probably got to go with um. Bandito. I know he lost, but um, he had a pretty good showing. Um, I always like Bandito. I think he always does a really good job. He's like that perfect 
mix of wrestling. He like can do the power moves and he's real strong, but then he can also do all the aerial stuff. No, he held Jericho up there for over a minute. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, not that Jericho's fat, but he ain't no spring chicken. Yeah, he ain't no broomstick. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're doing suplex like that, the vertical suplex, I mean. Yeah. He's just there for support. I mean, the guy's holding himself up, so. Right, but still. But for him to hold Jericho up like he did out in, in like, a flagpole position, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And then flip him over. Yeah. So. And I'm keeping my eyes open for uh, PWI 500 magazine. That's coming up in two weeks, folks. We'll go through the 500 give you our thoughts I have miraculously stayed away from any spoilers really yeah well I think you'll be quite pleased in the top 25 alright well I still wouldn't agree on some of them but alright yeah I'll uh I just gotta get down to Barnes and Noble or whatever and uh, get the magazine so well I mean Oh, wait a minute. Is there a Barnes and Noble? I know there's one in Brookfield. There's also one in uh, Glendale at uh, Bayshore. They did have one over by Southridge, but I don't think that one's around anymore. And there's one in uh, Mayfair over yeah. here on North Ave. So. I mean, I could always run over to Mayfair and try to get one, too, during the week. Since you're a busy cat. Yeah, I'll get over there. I got to run some errands sometime anyway, so I'll make a special trip. But, uh, yeah, with that. All right, we're done. I guess we out. Later. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one, not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot Hot tag out. out.